Welcome to Anything But Routine, presented by Just For Kicks. This podcast covers everything and anything dance. Stay up to date with the podcast by hitting the subscribe button. Our resource spotlight today is the Alexandra Teacher Program. The Alexandra Teacher Program is excited to introduce special pricing to studio owners, teachers, and coaches, starting at savings of 10% in addition to regular discounts. Sign up for the Alexandra Teacher Program today by going to justforkicks.com slash teacher programs. It's important to start your season off right. Allie and Cindy talk about tryouts and the do's and don'ts behind this tough time for dancers and parents. Cindy Clow. And I'm Allie Garrett. And today's topic is tryouts or auditions, whatever you want to call them, for either your studio or your high school dance team. Uh, we, we do both, so mm-hmm. we kind of have done it a lot for both the studio and high school dance team. So first, I just want to say, before I do tryouts, I like to have a parent meeting with the kids there and the parents, uh, or just the kids, but I, I do like the parents to hear it too. And at that time, I talk about the process, like how, how many days we will have tryouts and what they should wear to tryouts and the time commitment, if they should make the team, how much time does it, is involved and what type of a commitment is it? Like, for instance, at the studio, we have A team, B team, and sometimes kids make the A team and they don't understand it's a bigger commitment if you're on the A team. You can't miss for this and that if you're on the A team. So I think letting that be told to the parents ahead of time is important. I think also, too, letting the parents know, especially when it comes to, like, our studio and we're just doing placements, really. It's not like if they're going to make the team or not make it. They're there. Um, It's just more which team they get on. And I think it's really important then to let the parents know that no matter what class the kids are in, we are going to push them and that we are trying to put them in classes of like dancers that we feel like they're really going to succeed in. And I think sometimes parents get so hung up on the A, the B, the C that they're not seeing like, oh, my kid might actually flourish more in the B class because they're going to get more attention and maybe we'll be in the front row instead of the back corner or what it may be or that we don't want to get them in a class that's too hard early on as they'll develop bad habits and bad technique if they're doing things that are above their head. That's so true. Yeah. I always compare it to, I was a musician and it'd be like trying to play, you know, you need to learn your scales. You need to learn your fundamentals before you can move on and same thing in dance. So um, at our tryout meeting, we also talk about what skills they can expect to need to show or demonstrate and what the routine would be like. And we also talk about when they will get the results like how long it will take us to do the results. And one thing we've decided is we need to do our tryouts at a time when we have the time to be able to get the tryouts out, the results out faster. Because one year we went on vacation the day after tryouts, and I think it was just agonizing for the kids to wait that long. So We always tell them it'll be a week, but then we try to do it within a couple of days so that it comes earlier that rather than later. Than but expect. I think you should be able to make your decisions. Instead of just sitting on your decisions, just make your decisions and get it out to them quicker because it is such a big deal to kids. Now, if you bring a panel of judges in, some people bring a panel of judges in. We, a lot of times, will bring alumni in just to give a fresh eye and if we've been working with the kids all the time you know it's nice to have somebody new come in that isn't emotionally attached to the kids because we get so emotionally attached to them Mm -hmm. and it's nice to meet that very night and get their opinions on 
where would you see, and in our, our trials, if for instance, if we're doing our high school team, we would go, where do you see this child placed? Do you see them on definite varsity, definite JV, or kind of on the bubble in between? So sometimes we'll, we'll say varsity minus or JV plus or, you know, and then we will watch them over the summer to see how they progress before fall when, when the team starts. So... Okay, at your tryouts, they, they can be done so many different ways. One thing I would highly recommend is to videotape your tryouts. Mm -hmm. When we have not done that, we've been just could kick ourselves because you love to go back and rewatch what the kids did. Your tryout process can be way quicker if you do that because then you can review that film. And you can actually even do stations where in this room... Like in Minnesota, our team is kick and jazz. I know in a lot of states it's hip hop or or palm or whatever. But so we'll have stations to film what we're needing to see. Like we'll want to see their splits. We'll want to see their toe touches. We want to see their kick, all types of kicks demonstrated. And then we will want to see turns. We'll want to see jumps and leaps and that type of thing. We have hip hop tryouts for the studio. And so. for yeah, and for our studio tryouts. I just feel like we've gotten down to, like, where we make tryouts way shorter. Like, the kids are probably in the room with our studio tryouts for a total of five minutes, probably not more than that, because we film. And we try to make the process easy on them. We film them do their routine twice, maybe watch some skills. Um, but a lot of them we know, <coughs> being that it's our studio kids, and we've kind of watched them over the years. But we film, and then we right away go back. It has literally saved our lives because we're able to go, okay, I thought this kid was on the border. We go and watch and we like, you know what? They are in the B class or they oh, are in oh, the A class. they should have been in the A class. Yeah, we screwed yeah. up on that one. It's really, really beneficial in that way. I don't really like that we do is we teach our routine on video and send it out by a YouTube link. And sometimes I think that's harder on the kids. Do you? Or Yeah, I think it's stressful. We might not do that this year. Yeah, I think. And that's something to just point out is you keep track of what you do every year because you're not always going to do the, do it the same. Like we've, we did that for a while because we're so dang busy. And so we would send the link out and let them learn it at home but I really think it would be worth the time to teach them the little whatever they're going to use at tryouts and then um, go from there and we kind of started doing that because we used to teach it live that day and we felt like that was so stressful no, that's stressful so it is nice to be able to do it one week and then have them come back a week later so they've had time to go home and practice so that's kind of where our rationale came from of why we were doing video um, but it is kind of stressful especially for your younger dancers to have to learn off of a video I know um Back in the day, I would always do tryouts for a full two weeks, and I would I just try not to now because of spring sports and all the other things going on. But I did like to see the progress between the week one and week two. So I like the fact that you say they can go home and practice because I think they need that time. Some kids take longer to learn it, and you will also see are they going to go work on it? You know, are they going to come back and not know it the next week? And mm -hmm. that might be telltale if how you want to see them on your team. Your routine should contain many elements of what you're trying to see. You might want a musicality section so you can see how they can move. You want may want to see a technical section to see their technique more, you know, from a ballet basic type thing. So make the routine show the elements that you want to watch. And we have a scale. I could I could email this out to anybody that's interested, but we basically um have splits and then we have like right splits left splits middle splits and we grade them on a one through five five being excellent and one being poor 
And then we do toe touch turns, leg grab, leaps, jumps. We have different ones. Like we have back attitude, open leap right, open leap left, firebird jump, arabesque jump. Then we do all saccone turns and we show three levels of them and or say what level they are. And then we do different types of kicks and, you know, lots of different types of kicks and... What else? We want to see timing. We mm-hmm. want to see projection, performance projection, that type of thing. And it's great. You can use these to give to the kids as an evaluation after. We actually have kind of gone away from that at our studio. We more just take notes individually on each kid of what their weaknesses might be um, and that kind of thing rather than doing the actual scoring. So we've done it both ways, and I think neither way is wrong. It's just what you kind of like to do and what is comfortable for you. One thing we've started doing that I would highly recommend is a conference with each child following the tryouts. And you could tell them at that point, you made this or this. And then then it isn't public. Like, I I don't like it when people post, okay, here's the A-team in the school locker room and kids have to find out about it. Or on social media, they find out it and then all their friends know and it's uncomfortable. But we try to tell them in a conference with their mom and mom and mom or dad there, and it, it just kind of helps them. We've done it both ways, but I mean, the conference, you can go, okay, let's watch your video. Here's something I think you need to work on. And you know, even if they make the JV and not the varsity, you can sit there and go, you are killing this or that, and I love how you do this. I think you're really successful at this. Now, what I need you to work on is this. And I think their parents see a different side of it then, and it's not so boom, cut. If we've ever had anybody angry after they have a conference, they normally leave feeling better. So I think it's the best way rather than being like, I'm not going to talk to the parents after um, tryouts. We like to talk to them. If they have a question or concern, like with our studio tryouts, we don't do a conference with every kid because it's like 200 kids and it would take forever. Um, With the amount that we have tryout, I guess. Um, But we kind of open it up and say, here are time slots where you can sign up for a conference if you'd like to. And normally it's the people that might be upset or sometimes it's just kids that really want to know what they need to work on. But it is, we've had so many people after go, thank you so much. I think it made the kid feel better. It makes the parents feel better. It builds the relationship between parent and coach for sure. It just builds that relationship and student and coach. We've done it at nights where like if we did it for our high school team, we had three different conferences going on at one time. Like we have you know, five coaches or four, four coaches, and we had one in each room and or two together. It was nice to have two together. So we had two conferences going at a time, and we set them up only in 10-minute increments so that you have to go fast, and you just crank through them all, and two at a time was really great. So and we kind of met ahead of time. This is what to talk about for this one so that we kind of had our ducks in a row. And some of them are really fun, and then others are kind of hard to do. So did you just want to talk about anything in that letter or? So something that we always do, and I think this has also been really beneficial, is after we have our tryouts, when we send out their placements, we don't just send out the placement. So what we do is send out a letter, and the letter is kind of the same. I tweak it depending on what class they're in. Um, And then the list of who's in their class. So we don't send out like a list of everybody's class, just the one that they made and who else is in their class. So I kind of hit all different points when we're in it. Um, Something we like to talk about is how proud we are of each kid for trying out because just getting there and doing that, it's a huge thing. So I have a whole paragraph kind of on that. Um, And then a big thing that I think is important is we talk about how to help the parents counsel their children. So we like to hit the points of if your kid didn't make the class they, they want it to be in, 
teach them to be a respectful friend to their friends and forgive their friends their successes. Um, but also, you know, if you don't like where you ended up, prove to us why we put you in the wrong class. Prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. You know? Rather, and like helping their kids see that it's not a punishment what class they're in because we don't want it to ever feel that way. It's just where you are right now and you can get better. Um, then I do a whole paragraph on our goal is making each class really high level and goal oriented. Um, and then ending just kind of with the tortoise and the hare saying, but we have seen that so many times where I'll have a kid in fourth grade be in the B class and then fifth grade, same thing. And then all of a sudden they're in ninth grade and they're making the A class. And by the senior year, they're the captain of their high school team. I've seen that happen right now. Yeah. I've seen it happen so many times. So we kind of like to talk about that. Like where you are right now does not determine where you'll be the rest of your career as a dancer. It doesn't define you and how the parents react to it sometimes does, because if the parents start Oh, poor you. You didn't make it. The child shuts down. Where if the parent counsels them that you can get this, keep working, you're going to be there. Well, I hope these tips for tryouts helped you. In any of the forms that we have for tryouts, you can email me, cindy at justforkicks.com, and we'd be happy to send them out. Good luck with your auditions. Thanks for tuning in to the Anything But Routine podcast. Be sure to subscribe, and if you enjoyed this podcast, give us a five-star rating. For more Anything But Routine content, go to justforkicks.com slash anythingbutroutine.